So welcome to the Adventures in Trade podcast, the podcast for the UK trade brought to you by Powered Now. Powered Now is an app and software for busy trade companies. Whether you're working alone or in a team, invoice, quote, and keep on top of your important jobs and paperwork with Powered Now. Now, we must be crazy because listeners to Adventures in Trade can get an extended trial of the software. And if you subscribe for a limited time, we're giving away a free Sum Up card reader. Yeah, free, so you can accept credit and debit cards on the job. To check your eligibility, head to powerednow.com forward slash adventure. That's powerednow.com forward slash adventure. Hi everyone, this is Ben, the host of Adventures in Trade, the podcast from Powered Now for the UK trade. And today's guest is someone I've been keen to get on the podcast since the very beginning. Not only does he run a very successful heating and plumbing firm, he also has his own show on Fixed Radio, and he's a brand ambassador for the best firms in the trade. And I've got to say, he's also an Instagram sensation. Today <laughs> on Adventures in Trade, I'm interviewing the one and only Todd Glister. Todd, welcome. introduction. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I work very I work very hard on these intros actually. Honestly, I feel that's just we, we could just leave this podcast here. That was perfect. You summed me Tom, up thank, perfectly. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming on. It was great. It's been it's really oh, nice I talking love that to intro, you. Mate. That was fantastic. Yeah. If you if you like, yeah, we could cut this and you could use it for your you know intros to your own videos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so people, because this is an audio only podcast, people can't actually see where you are. Todd, I'm actually kind of interviewing you. Are you sat on the loo? Because it, I, looks, it, it looks like you're in a in a small I bathroom. Wanted, if if you see my face change, then yes. Um, as I, I had quite a big lunch, but no, I am. Um, yeah, I'm currently working in this bathroom, and you've been commenting on these tiles, haven't you? They're quite. They're quite. Um, yeah, I mean, how would you how would you describe those tiles? I mean, obviously um, using as many metaphors as possible. I'm going to say that if you were to describe a fifth dimension, you'd be close to what these tiles, the pattern that they're going for here. They're quite, it's like if you were to look at some sort of stone that has been brought in on an asteroid under a microscope. This is the, um, this is how the cellular pattern would look like, something like that. Well, I'm, 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 wondering, I'm wondering what was in my sandwich at lunch, because it's kind of, yeah. as you were moving your, your it's, it's like a kaleidoscope. It's exactly what it looks like, a kaleidoscope. But no, I'm not on the toilet. I'm just sat on my wet back here. Um, Just, uh, you know, I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man, Ben. So I can do podcasts whilst working. It's no problem. Of course you can. You're you're, you're an extreme multitasker. Exactly that, mate. It's exactly what I am. I'm thinking very hard about how to do this podcast with you. Because like we've done three now. And you're the actual first person that does any work. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to to my previous... uh, Show. but you know this is a bit daunting because obviously you're a powered now customer um yes. and you know as i alluded you're our first plumbing and heating celebrity i think as yeah. well i mean can we call you that i i suppose it's safe to say in in this very niche uk um plumbing industry i'm quite well known yeah 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 well i'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into that with my first question about and it's okay. about social media so yeah. i love catching up with your instagram stories you are unbelievably prolific with it actually i'm slightly sad that you're not wearing the ray-ban glasses that, that, oh, would have been... that should have been good you know what i'm actually quite annoyed i didn't bring them myself actually because I was, I was doing a lot of stuff that i need both hands with and i was like they would be perfect right now but yeah haven't got them on but they they are a laugh and i'm quite glad i haven't got them on otherwise you'd probably you'd be using the video for this podcast yeah absolutely i would <laughs> <laughs> but, well, and, um... and i, and I, th- I think really that's, that's that's my first 
question, you know, obviously you've got good content, it's relevant, it's funny. Go on, take us back to the beginning, Todd. So when when oh. you first started doing this, what yeah. you know, what was the driver? What made you daily blog your entire right, so no, I'll life? tell you I'll tell you exactly where this came from. So I used to do a bit years and years and years ago, start of my 20s and stuff like that. I used to do a fair bit on Snapchat, just personally, a lot on holidays and stuff like that. And grew a bit of a following on there, actually, just doing, just messing about with my mates and stuff. And like I said, on holidays and different bits and pieces. And then obviously then I used to post a fair bit to Facebook back in the day. And then um, I started off my own, then Instagram basically introduced the whole story element side of things, which is very much what I dive into, really. I'm not much of a poster, but I'll, you know, as you know, Ben, I'll put a load out on my stories and very story based, really, because it's it's quick, it's easy, it's getting out there. I don't really care about it too much. It deletes after 24 hours and, and we're done with it. And what happened? I was doing, um, it was actually a new gas run. So a new gas bit of power work in my friend's property. And um, she was saying to me, she was like, Todd, why, why, why like, watching me work? She was like, this is just so interesting. This is so interesting. She's like, I had no idea about it. She was like, why don't you do this for, like, your, for your work page? Like, why don't you do what you do on your personal stuff? And I was like, no one's going to watch that. I was like, who on earth is going to want to watch plumbing? I was like, that is a terrible idea. She's like, no, genuinely. I was like, I'd love to see it. And I was like, no, I said, no, it's all, I said, what, there's a bit of bite work. I was like, no one cares about that. And she's like, Todd, I genuinely, I think it's brilliant. So that was the first little sort of um, seed that was planted in my brain. And then it was the end of 2019. Um, a few of the guys on here, so like um, Kenny from Hud's Tiling and my good uh, friend Tony from Unequaled Heating and Pete, BB Plummer, they were doing this little show called Showroom Events. And it essentially was just, it was just like, a, um, it was it was more of Kenny's thing, but they had it as a tile showroom, which happened to be around the corner from me, um, where I was working at the minute. And they've got obviously a few sponsors involved and stuff like that. And Sabila were going to be there. And I, I, I mean, before Instagram, I had tools that were just like 10 years old, <laughs> you know, like, like I just... <laughs> I was I just wasn't a tall person I was like that works I'm just gonna carry on getting that and um yeah I thought actually do you know what my spirit level is just like it's completely out I know it is because you can do the test on me well we flip it one way it's level flip it the other way it's completely out <laughs> which means your spirit <laughs> level bubbles out I was like this is something I need to get sorted ASAP so being how it works, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's, we've got to talk about this this weird spirit level bubble thing because right. I was an apprentice and that was yeah. always the that was always the gag. Oh. Like, go and get me some spirit level bubbles. And if they're <laughs> what what really can your spirit level? Yeah, so, so, all right, okay. So if you've got a spirit level, I'm going to say uh, hopefully you should have a stabila one as I'm a brand ambassador for them. So there's always absolutely, a plug. Absolutely, ready. yeah. <laughs> Um, to test that the bubble is like still working correctly and your, your your spirit level is not out, for example, you basically put it up the wall one way and you like the bubble should be in the middle. And if you flip your level over, it should also still be in the middle. But if it's not and it's slightly out, then you know your, your spirit level's out. No way. You need a new I, one. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. Oh, there we go. There we go. I'm, do- Every day. I'm doing some fencing at the weekend. So yeah. <laughs> no yeah. wonder it looks like it's sure, on the pier. Just make sure you use the same side every time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I was like, I'm going to go to this show and um, I'm going to try and get myself 
a new spirit level because surely it being at a show there's some sort of discount involved you know I'll get myself a bit cheaper so I went down there and um, yeah lovely little show and stuff like that I met a few of the guys and get talking and obviously there was a few people there so I went down there I got speaking to a few of the guys there's a big load of people there from Instagram and I'm like all right so you're on it you're on Instagram for plumbing and they're like yeah and I'm like what the people want to watch that they're like mate you should you should get involved you should definitely do that blah 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 so and it was quite a nice community of people that everyone knew each other in plumbing and um that was new to me because previous to that there was just like you knew of a few plumbers but not nothing like that you know where there was like, yeah there was like there was probably about 40 50 plumbers there and everyone knew each other and I thought it was really nice so with the seed that had been planted previously I was like well maybe I'll give this a go and um I literally finished the show with my new spirit level, all happy. And uh, I took off and I literally just started doing stories. And I remember the builders I was working for, they're like, what are you, what are you doing? Because, you know, I'm, fil- <laughs> I'm filming everything. I'm like, no, this is what we've got to do. Like, everyone wants to do this. And they're like, you're, you're an utter. And like, now I still see it. And they go, oh, you were right, weren't you? You're doing really well now, aren't you? I still see, I told you. <laughs> you mentioned lots of names there. And, yeah. you know, I'm... It's like I know them because I I, I follow yeah. them on Instagram or you know Power yeah. Now does we see all their stories. I was at the installer show and I can't um, I'm not going to say who it was because it's <laughs> mega embarrassing for me. And then this this one of the one of those names that you mentioned was walking towards me and I was walking towards them and you kind of forget he has yeah. no idea who I am. So you are no. hey how, how you doing you know started talking about some of the things I've seen in the story and he's just looking <laughs> at me like I'm some sort of mad stalker. Um, so like, no, no. <laughs> but I've had that a lot. To be fair, it's very hard to deal with. Because like, it's hard. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Who are I'm you? Just, I feel instantly rude, and I hate it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. But it's yeah, it just kicked off from there, really. And um, that was that was the end of 2019. So you know, given that there was a pandemic involved and stuff like that, it's it's gone really well. To be fair. Uh, it actually sort of made me enjoy my job a little bit more as well. You know, there's like a, there was like a whole new element to it, which I've really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. We always encourage our customers to have a good portfolio and take photos of their work and show it off. But when you've actually got all this content yeah. all the time of all the stuff yeah. you're doing, it just it shines such a light on your job, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, well, it builds, it builds business um, because you get to a stage where you'll have customers following you without me realising it. And they've been watching my story for, you know, a year, two years. And then before you know it, it's like, I don't really want to use anyone else, Todd. I want to use you. I've been watching you work every day. I love how you work. There's no, there's no proving myself. It's, it's there and there in the bag. So it works for me business-wise brilliantly. So, so here's a question for you. So you have 15,000 followers on Instagram as of this morning, I think it was. Um, What happens when you post something up? Do you get this? sort of instant reaction how many comments do you get is what's it like it's it's okay it depends on the post that you're putting up um if it's something yeah if it's something to do with like a project that I've been working on and it's like you know like the before and after in bathrooms and stuff like that you you get a you get a lot of love there I think what I tend to get a lot of love for is the little tips that I put out they're just like you know, Todd's top tips, you know, I like the <laughs> get a bit of alliteration there that roll off the tongue. But um, yeah, they, they seem to be the ones that really sort of get me, you know, everyone's like, that's, why have I never thought about that? You know, I've had people message me saying like, yeah. hey, I've been doing plumbing 40 odd years. Like, why have I only just learned that and stuff like that? And it's just, I, I love helping out in that way. It's definitely the jobs where 
the bathrooms or the plant rooms and then then i'll get messages saying mate i've like i've actually been wanting to get something like this done for ages like is what's your availability like and i normally tell them I'm taking bookings for September. Bearing in mind this podcast is being recorded in December. You get, you get <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> so here's one of the questions which we get a lot of. You know, we have lots of small startup people that are getting into the trade for the first time and trying to promote their work. I mean, I mentioned taking photos and showing videos and bits and pieces, but yeah. do you have any advice for those people? So if you were to, if you're somebody who was new coming to the trade and they're thinking about yeah. maybe using social media to show it off, what piece of advice would you give them? I'm really glad you asked this actually because I get this asked like so much. There's like almost like weekly, um, few times a week of people asking me, and I wish every time I wrote an answer down in my notes, just copied and pasted it out. But oh, amazing! So you are going to drive traffic to the to the <laughs> podcast. So just go hop in <laughs> yeah. ten minutes into that podcast. And <laughs> yeah, that's, it, that's exactly it. Um, my advice to anyone that's you know getting into this um, is first of all. There's going to be times, especially from a lot of guys I know that have been employed for a long time and they're getting a bit sick of it, that they're worried about that security of getting your paycheck in every time. It's, it is hard graph. It's going to take, uh, for me, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I was 18 when I started my business, but it took me a good six years to kind of really get the full idea of quoting and invoicing and running a business and taking the time where to spend your time where not to spend your time you've got to remember that in this job that it's there's so much to learn with plumbing it's incredible there's like every day is a school day you're gonna it, it you never you're never ever gonna learn it i swear to god i'm learning new stuff every single day and yeah. i've been doing this what 17 18 years now it is a slow burner and there's going to be times where you might have say two weeks off or a week off, or you might have a few days off, don't panic. That's, that's what I will always tell everyone um, because you get a lot of people like, no, nah, I failed this. Like, I need to get a look for a job and stuff. It's not always the case. If you're starting off your new business, it takes time to build a client base. And as long as you're going into your job, every single job, right, is, is you've got to treat it like it's your last. You've got to go in and take time with the customer, talk to them, and for God's sake, clean their house. Make sure that whatever you're working in, I, I, I'm telling you now, the best bit of advice I can give anyone is that these people, they don't know what's a nice plumbing job or a good job. As long as they turn their tap on and hot water comes out and it's not leaking everywhere, they don't really care. What they will remember you by is how lovely and clean you are. I mean, when I first started off, that was it. I had the shock factor of being so young. I was 18 years old. And believe me, people used to answer the door and ask, oh, is Todd on his way? Thinking I was the apprentice. <laughs> Wow. And it was actually me. And what got it going was like, you know, um, it, God, he was, he was so, he, he did such a nice job. He was so polite and he like left the house cleaner than when I, but it, when he got here and that it tends to be the recommendation that goes on. And obviously you've got to work your pricing out. There's a bit more to it with that. But if you are a new business, you can't be top, like can't be putting in like top rates without any recommendations and stuff yeah. like that. It is, yeah. a, it is a slow burner. Um, but it, it, there isn't going to be from nothing to success overnight or with even within a year. It just it takes a long time. Like I said, I've had my business like 15 years now. And it's it's like I'd say after 10, you can really start picking and choosing your clients sort of in the power. It works out like that. But that that first few years, I'd say six years. I've always said six years because I just remember how it felt after six years. I was about 20, 
four years old and I was like, yeah, this is getting a lot easier now. I know where it, I'm, I know what I'm doing now. You got, you got to build it up. You got to, you got to, you got to take your time as well. Yeah. And like I said, you've got so many, you've got so much going for you now these days. You've got social media. Like if you come across problems, you can literally just put a post out asking for advice. You know, I I get countless DMs of people that have come across stuff that they haven't seen and they're getting it solved. Like, I had like two people that I could ring and if they didn't know it, it was like a nightmare. I had to go read, read books and stuff to try and solve it. But there's so many aspects, even with you guys, you know, the worst thing about starting a business is, is the paperwork side of it, because this is such a practical job. Half of us have got into this job because we don't want to be in an office. You know, we don't really want anything to do with sitting down at an office on front of a computer. We're sort of busy bodies after the use in our hands and got loads of energy and just like running mad. So, well, it's, um, well that, on that point, it's crazy, isn't it? I always think that you, you take a bunch of people, highly skilled people who want to work with their hands, not they don't yeah. be mucking around with paperwork. And actually, sometimes with some trades, you think gas, especially this, there's, we give them more work to do. So there's more regulation, there's more paperwork, there's more crap. So, hey, you're not very good at this stuff you're going to get yeah. more than someone who's probably working in an office in the first place. And it, 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 it drives exactly people mad. That. Exactly that. There are so many forms. And so like, you know, that like it, if I knew about the quotation um, stuff before I become a plumber, I probably would have swerved it. To be honest. <laughs> you go around someone's house, you spend like, you know, a good hour or so around their house and you're like, Oh, am I here for a comparison quote? You go home and like, I used to type everything up like on there, then send it off, and then you don't hear back from them, and it's just exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting and stuff. So you guys genuinely have just made such a difference to the way I work. It's it's so much more fluid and it keeps the cash flow. It's that just being able to be on site, get a quick invoice out, bang, and I can see them. I can hear their phone texts when they've received my invoice and stuff. It's just wonderful. Whereas previously i'd be like i'll go home and I'll, I'll do your invoice and i'll email it over did i ever used to do that of course i didn't i used to pack up all my tools get home sit on the couch invoicing game over and i'd hate to think over the last 15 years how much money i've lost from just not invoicing i've just i've just got an image of you told now handwriting out these quotes and invoices <laughs> you know, attracting some sort of carrier pigeon into your house tying it to its leg oh it go was to mrs Saturday. smith's it was a sad day when I had to get rid of the owl. I used to send the yeah. owl out. Yeah, it was it was a sad day, but yeah. it, it, you know, times have changed. It's, it's good. I don't need that owl anymore. Rip, rip, <laughs> head, rip. Hey, look, I want to I want to ask you about um how you got into this trade. So you've mentioned a couple of times that you started doing this when you were eighteen. I mean, we talked to. I mean, crack it, it's literally thousands of people and they, they've all got a different reason for why they got into the trade. So we've had yeah. people that just kind of fall into it. They don't know what they're doing. You know, yeah. people that their mums and the dads do it. So they just follow on. We even, we've got a few people that have learned skills whilst they've been in prison. I'm hopefully not locksmiths, but you know, there's, they, they're <laughs> sort of coming out with some skills. What, how did, what was your story? So you started okay. at 18, I'm guessing that was straight from school, right? Yeah, so um, I suppose the real background of it is my dad's a builder, hence why I knew from secondary school, really, I wanted to get into a trade. That was like, that was a key for me. I was like, it was kind of like a lot of people go, oh, that's lucky. It's not. It was an educated choice. You know, it's like my dad's a builder. There's a way into this. I quite enjoy being on site and on the tools. I used to sort of labour for him when I was a teenager. God, child labour, dad, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but over over the summer, you know, I'd be working on these sites. You got paid. Up. You got yeah, paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got paid. 
I got I got lift up. It was fine. But yeah, it was in that it was in that environment that I got to speak. I like I was brought up with my dad's colleagues, the electrician and the plumbers and the carpenters. A lot of them were were my unofficial uncles. Used to just get on with them and. So I knew that getting into a trade sort of made sense. And basically, I just, I remember asking, well, what one pays the most? What one, what ones? And, you know, ones old plumbers, you know, they, they don't do badge, you know, sort of thing, or electricians or something like that. So I went and spoke to the electrician and he was like, you don't want to get into this game. Oh, this is, this is the eternal <laughs> yeah. battle, isn't it? The yeah, eternal yeah, battle. He completely steered me off. He was like, no, it's awful. This is, you don't want this. You don't. You definitely don't want to be an electrician. He was like, all the chasing out, all the dust up your nose. He was like, go and do something better. <laughs> don't talk to an old boy that's been doing it 50 odd years, basically. No. That was a lesson I've learned there. They were like, no. But... So um, my older brother wanted to be a plumber as well. So he he got an apprenticeship and um, I, I just thought, yeah, it'd be cool. Like, I remember us being on holiday and it was sort of like, like I was about 15. I was like, Craig, this would be so cool. That's my brother. I was like, we could become plumbers and then like we could run a business together. And, you know, it was all quite exciting. And um, yeah, and then basically I got an apprenticeship when I was yeah 16 and then um, started off with that plumber. I was with him for about a year and then um, he, it was like, it was down to payment basically. He started right. paying me like hourly and then it was, he didn't pay for my college day and stuff like that. And I was getting two buses to his house. It took over an hour every morning and two buses back of an evening. And the guy my brother was working for, he he basically said, oh, would Todd want to come and help us out? And I'll give him £40 a day, which was a pay rise for me. I was like, £40 a day. And he was like, and I'll pay for your college day. Was, it, so was, that, was that more than your dad was paying you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My dad was just supplying me with a roof and some dinner, I think. So I ended up getting a, a job with this guy called Ray. He was like a guy in his 60s. And my dad was like, listen, best thing to do is instead of trying to go and look for a job with someone else, he was like, start your own company. I was like, I can't do that. You're joking. Like, you can't, I can't do that. And he was like, no, no, do it. Do it. And he was like, go and work with Ray. But obviously, I'll be subcontracted, you know, to Ray. And he'd be paying me a, he'd be paying me a, a, like a day rate. And uh, before, no, it was it was two hundred pound a day. I've gone from forty four pound a day to two hundred a day. Loving life at the age of eighteen, and uh, helped him out. And then I'll do my own private jobs and helping him out and filling my weeks up. And uh, about four or five years, and then he retired, and then I inherited a load of his customers. And, and we're here today. That's where we. Are. I love that that entry into a trade. You just yeah. you go from knowing nothing, and you are literally rushing around yeah. trying to find spirit level bubbles for people and then <laughs> <laughs> two years later Todd Glister yeah. is born look at this yeah it is it is yeah and, and, and Glister is here to stay so um, yeah no it's been it's been an adventure and I'm not done yet <laughs> when you, I don't like thinking about the future because it's quite daunting isn't it you're like god I've got a long way Let's move on from the history of Todd. And I've got I've got four quick fire questions. And okay. I, I'm gonna try and ask everybody that actually works for a living that comes okay. that comes on this podcast. I'm gonna ask them the same four questions. So okay. quickly, most mem- memorable job. Oh, oh my god, yeah, this job from hell that I did. Um uh, long story short, try and keep it like, it's on my highlight reels. If anyone wants to check out my Instagram as job from hell, literally it's on there. It was a 550-year-old house, farmhouse, wow. and British Gas had wiped their hands with it. So they were like, we can't do any more work for this until all these problems are resolved. I think they went with power flash. 
So I went in there, the boiler was undersized. There was heaps and heaps of problems with it. Anyway, got the boiler changed, did all this, and me and my friend Ian Briggs, IRB heating, if you if he's on there, we were power flushing it. And bear in mind there was 32 radiators, I believe, in this house. And it took us, I'd say it was like two and a half days to power flush it. Wow. Like literally all day. It was just running, like we were just running clean water through it, and it was the longest power flush ever. And it was only to, towards the end we tried. We were like filling it up. The system was like draining as quick as I was, as the tank was filling it. And and then literally the pandemic hit. And remember, you had to stay at home no matter what back in March. Yeah. And yeah. I had this elderly couple there with no heating. And I've been working around their house for like three weeks. So I was like, listen, I've only been at home and I've been here. So common sense prevails. I'm not going to leave you without heating for the unforeseeable future. So I had to stay there. Every merchant had shut down. Like everybody was at home, I couldn't get any help. Long as the one company that I found was a leak detection service that was still operating. Like I was so grateful, and they ended up coming and they found the pipes that were in between the house and the outhouse where the boilers was. It was leaking underground. No. Um, so oh, no. I then we so we found the leak. I then had to dig the entire garden up by hand to get machinery in or anything like that. I had to dig it all up and I found all the old copper pipe that was just in the mud, not protected or anything like <laughs> that. I'd been in there for, I don't know, 60 years or something. And there were, and where we flushed the pipe through, there were like holes the size of 5p pieces. <laughs> and essentially we were joking around that we'd been power flushing half of Loughton in Essex for two and a half days like that. We said, no wonder the flowers look so good. It was just like... <laughs> that it was, was it, it was a really hot spring as well, wasn't it? That spring yeah. it was like, this, uh, this garden's been, amazing. Been, yeah, we've been underground watering the whole garden for God knows how long. But safe to say, I've got it sorted. I've put all the garden back and it's been working a dream ever since. But that is the most memorable job without doubt. <laughs> okay, craziest customer. Oh, um, oh, I've had a few of these, mate, to be honest. A quick fire answer would be when I was flat bashing back when I worked for the Ian, that second guy with my brother, we'd go in there and one guy, we could just smell WD-40. Like there was no tomorrow, we just smell it so much. I was like, what is going on? Anyway, the guy had got out of the shower and he was using WD-40 as deodorant. I love the smell of that, but, I know, but he was going like so. My brother sort of like he was going in his bedroom with WD forty everywhere. And <laughs> like, what are you doing? He was like, "Maybe do." He said, "This is so good. This is so good." I just never, I never sweat. I can fit through tight gaps. It was just so limber. It was just so limber. <laughs> yeah, he just broke through any any little gap in the fence, like slip through. Uh, we just couldn't believe it, but that was definitely one of the craziest customers, without doubt. There's a few others, but I can't, you couldn't air it, to be honest, uh, Ben. I, I'm try- i I got to keep my clean rating. On the yeah, podcast. yeah, gotta- exactly that. <laughs> Final one. The most stupid thing a customer has called you out for. Oh, God, countless of them. Oh, I'll t- yeah, the other one was in, yeah, I suppose in Covent Garden, which is not, if you're not from London or ever been, it's one of the most awkward places to get to with a van and park up it's ridiculous and a tenant had rang me and said I've got no heating or hot water and I was like can you send me a picture of the boiler they send me pictures of the boiler it's all gone dead and I was like I was going for it from for ages went all the way up there 
and I had to pick up managed keys from the managing agents and everything like that. And essentially what had happened is they just knocked the switch off with a plate whilst washing up. That's exactly what happened. So Amazing. I went all the way up there and just went and turned it back on again. So yeah, that was quite irritating. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> given, that's oh, cool. given, I forgot to say, given that the guy was a bit, bit of a like know-it-all, if that makes sense. He's like, right. oh yeah, I've tried that. You know, all of that. I forgot to, that was an important part of that story. It was very stroppy and very like, no, you need to come up here, mate. I know what I'm doing. Um, there's pressure in the boiler, blah, blah, blah. It ended up being a switch underneath. So that was, that was great. <laughs> cool. Okay. Oh, I'm going to, and let's, let's, let's move on from, from real stories. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to close this podcast down. I want to try and keep it a half now. And Todd, your phone okay. battery is going to die. So, and we this are. is my hype. This is my hypothetical question again. I want to ask. So I've been working on this idea for a question and it, I haven't got it right yet. Right. So you're <laughs> the first person I'm trying it on. So it, it might, it might change a bit, but Let's say there's a tool manufacturer listening to this podcast and right. you can design a tool which will do right. anything, right? Right. So yeah. whatever it's going to be, right? What is that tool? What would that be? The thing that would make your life easier? Um, it would be a, a battery-powered um, parachute system that you could right. um, basically have all of your tools in at the end of the day. And you just press the button and it just scoops all of your tools up in a big parachute like that and you could just chuck right. it over your arm um, and carry it to the van in one go oh that, <laughs> that must be that must exist i mean surely surely you could we can make that, that must be that's that's something i fantasize about every time i need to pack up i'm sure every tradesman can relate especially plumbers with all the tools that we've got is that you just go oh I'll pack up now it's one of the worst things so if, <laughs> if someone can invent some sort of quick um, plumbing system that doesn't involve the apprentice that'd be amazing <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Well, Todd, I've I've taken you for far too much time. Instagram's going to be Fine. thinking to themselves, our, our numbers are down. What's going on? You know, I've had <laughs> we've had we've had thirty minutes without any any top stories. What's you know? Yeah. Are we still up? Have yeah, you crashed? We... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. It's fine, mate. It's been a pleasure being on. Anyway, it's always good to speak to you. And um, yeah, I love everything Powered Now does. It's fantastic. So if you haven't, definitely get involved with that. Right, brilliant. Thanks. So Todd, final, final pump for you. So where can, I can't imagine that anyone listening to this won't know who you are, but where would they find you? Uh, best place is Instagram. Um, I will be starting a YouTube channel shortly. I've been saying that for about two years now. All the content's there. I've just got to find an editor to do it for me. But at Glister Services um, is on every form, basically TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, the whole work. So all the nice places. and simple. Yeah, that's it. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. Right. Todd, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for oh, joining us today. No worries. Cheers, Ben. Thanks. So thank you for listening to this episode of Adventures in Trade. As a reminder, Adventures in Trade is the podcast from Powered Now. We're giving away a free sum up card reader at the moment for anyone that listens to Adventures in Trade. Just head along to powerednow.com forward slash adventure. That's powerednow.com forward slash adventure and I catch you on the next episode.